0: Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Happy Monday, happy uh, 4th of July to all of you here in the United States, of course, who celebrated uh, America's independence yesterday. What is going on? Juan here at Lounge Room Prez 1, another episode of On Point Discussion. I'm here with my two co-hosts, of course, Wyatt. You can find him on Twitter at the Cornelius 7 and, of course, our good friend Julius at the 5th Top. Tonight, it is our uh, distinct honor to welcome... Uh our friend Jacob, he is from the uh, Windy City Gridiron over there, and uh he is with us tonight. You can find him on Twitter at Jacob uh Infante24. Please tell me I got that right. You did, yeah. You okay. got right. <laughs> Okay. I didn't know because sometimes it's you know the the E silence, so I just I, I always gotta make sure, but oh yeah, no. I <laughs>
1: we used to be we used to be infanty coming over uh the boat when my Italian side uh, back like 100-something years ago. So th- they switched it up. But, yeah, I've gotten so many different pronunciations for it. But you, you got it right on the first try, so I'm pretty happy. Awesome. About-
0: All right. I'm, I'm proud of myself, guys. See, we're, we're making <laughs> strides already. I like this. <laughs> at Jacob Infante24, guys, in order to follow the uh, Twitter page at Talks on Point, And, of course, follow the network at LaundrumNet. We're back after a two-week break here on, on Point Discussion. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, everything from, of course, uh, the topic of mental health to uh, Bears football here, and we'll even get into some of my uh, key points from my trip to Detroit, seeing Ford Field for the first time in person on Saturday, uh, and to to the surprise of many, not as bad of a of a place as I thought it was going to be. Actually, I, I actually enjoyed my time over in the Motor City, but we can we'll get to that here in the second half, but. Let's go ahead and get started with our first topic of the night, of course, which, as I just said, is this topic of mental health, which, of course, is a big, big issue right now, Um, and, you know, so big that we actually just had a a story that was reported on by Adam Schefter uh, about an hour or two ago about, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers coming out and and making a point about, you know, taking care of yourself first, right, and um, making sure that your mentals are in check first, prioritizing yourself um, and, and of course he was talking in regards more specifically to, uh, you know, players themselves in the NFL, but of course, you know, that message really applies to everyone across the board. Um, so I guess, you know, uh, I know Jacob, you and I have kind of talked here, um, you know, we've been talking on, on Twitter and whatnot, and I know, obviously I, as many of, of, of our listeners know, right. I have my own struggles with, uh, you know, with mental health and, and, and all this and that, but. You know, I guess, like, what when when someone talks to you about mental health, you know, and, and they, they they come to you and they say, you know, you have all these issues and, and and whatnot. Kind of what what is the, what is the message that you uh, that you like to relay to those people who maybe are struggling or or who need you know advice or something or help?
1: Yeah. So uh, I honestly haven't talked publicly a lot about it. Like I've talked to people privately, but I haven't really used my platform. Uh, admittedly I probably should be, but there, you know, there's certain stuff I've wanted to keep private, but I have mm-hmm. had certain, uh, issues, especially within the last few years, uh, mm-hmm. that I've been going through the last, you know, however many, uh, probably two or three years. I want to say it's really, you know, acted up, but when, I'm talking cause I have discussions with a decent amount of people about this with my own stuff, with other people's stuff or just the topic in general. Like there's a lot that it's very tough for other people to control. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that uh, gets mixed up sometimes where someone struggles with a certain like a habit or they have a disorder or something where they can't necessarily control the thoughts that go through their head or they can't control necessarily what their actions are uh, as well as they'd like to. Uh, I feel like there's some sort of barrier and a little bit of uh, an uneven playing field between holding people accountable for their actions and also having empathy uh, for what people are going through from, you know, a mental perspective. Cause I believe that if, You know, you mess up, you should be like held accountable and take that opportunity to, you know, improve yourself and better yourself. But at the same time, you know, especially for people who have those issues with mental health, uh, it can be very tough to make strides there, like depending on exactly what your condition is, there are a lot of different areas that people uh, struggle with where, they might end up accidentally like hurting someone's feelings or doing something that, you know, they may not know in the moment is wrong or they know is wrong, but they can't mentally control it. Uh I feel like there needs to be just generally, I feel like having an open mind about what other people are going through and not jumping to assumptions like, Oh, this guy, you know, he's a piece of trash or whatever uh, because he's acting this way. That's not always the case. You know, it's, a lot of people have their own issues that they go through, whether they're public about it or whether they're private about it. Uh, And I, I just, I really wish that sometime in the future, there's more acceptance and open-mindedness about other people's like mental health struggles. I absolutely think that that's something that can improve. It has arguably improved a little bit in you know the recent like in society today, but there's still a long way to go for that. And I feel like there's still a lot of people struggling with mental issues who are being made out to, uh, they're being portrayed as crazy, or they're being portrayed as off the walls, or you know, especially in sports, they can be portrayed as cancers, like locker room, you know, distractions instead of wanting to help them get the help that they need instead of just throwing them to the curb. So. Yeah, I, I know that was a little bit long-winded, but I feel like just general open minded and acceptedness, I think that's something that needs to be uh prioritized, at least from my own point of view, uh, but for, you know, a lot of other people as well.
0: I, I like that you pointed out the uh you know, like the, the athletes, right? And that notion that a lot of the athletes who struggle with mental health, uh that you know, that they're called, you know, the cancers in the locker room and, and that they're not uh, you know, regarded in the, to the same degree, right. With the struggles that they're going through and whatnot, you know, as a society, right. We were, I think that myself included, number one, you know, cause I've messed up before and I've, you know, I, I think that as a whole, we need to do better at, uh, uh, you know, acknowledging that sometimes there is more to what we are seeing uh, when we talk to someone, right. Or when we interact with someone, um, more often than not, I think that we we're we're too quick to assume, you know, all these negative things about someone just based on what we see, uh, you know, even with just like first impressions and and and, and just basic communication uh, at a one-on-one basis. But you know, then then you have athletes again. You know, and I, I point back to Aaron Rodgers because his story literally just dropped, you know, earlier this afternoon, right? You know, where you have him coming out saying. Uh, we need to you know, we need to put yourself first. well, we need to do this and we need to do that and uh, the mental health of of professional athletes who uh, on many you know, many times are seen as these individuals who oh, you know they're they're rich, uh, you know they they do they 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 play sports for a living, you know, there's nothing that can upset them, you know they're perfectly okay. but more often than not, that's not true, you know so just getting rid of stereotypes, right and 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 being able to acknowledge that, anyone regardless of status uh, you know can can deal with things that everyday people like you know you guys and and I and all of us here you know that we we uh we experience too I mean that's just the way it goes uh, but uh wider Julius I, you know if you guys have thoughts please please feel free to chime in on this um I know you know I <laughs> I could go on and on about all the struggles that I have because i I have, I have plenty I'm, I'm not gonna hide those I mean I I've been vocal about kind of what, what I've been going through, especially in the past few months here. But yeah, you know, if you guys, why again, why are Julius, if you guys have anything you want to add, please feel free.
2: I think it's uh, like that Aaron Rodgers article that came out, he, or w- when they interviewed him, he he mentioned that he doesn't struggle with mental health, but it's always good to, you know, have that time where you can kind of relax or do things to kind of unwind. Cause I mean, if you look at, you know, an NFL player or any professional player, they go through a lot, you know, with the media, with practice, with games and everything. And they just need to get away and kind of um, get away from that, you know? So um, you're, you're seeing that more. It's, it's talked about more. Um, people are still uh, judgmental towards mental health, thinking money or fame uh, is going to take away your mental health. It's, it, Mental health doesn't discriminate, It doesn't say, oh, you got a bunch of money, you're good. No, it's it's been proven that people with a lot of money, like a lot of people who win the lottery deal with mental health or deal with some type of issues because money doesn't solve what's going on inside your head. So a lot of the times it's like we've talked about on the show is it's a sign of weakness towards men if you have mental health. And you and you're scared to talk about it because if, it makes you feel weak as a man a lot of the times. And it seems like now that celebrities, now that professional athletes are coming out more, hopefully this is going to help other people. Like, hey, um, my the quarterback Aaron Rodgers, may be somebody that I idolize, he he talks about his mental health. That may maybe make make me come out and talk about my mental health or or what what's bothering me, but everybody needs to take time, whether it's, if if you struggle with mental health or anything, you still need to take time um, to yourself or whatever to help you kind of relax and not, you know, feel that overwhelmed. Because sometimes you might feel overwhelmed or anxiety, and it's it's always good to either talk about it or do things that'll help you relax. Uh, Because, you know, not everybody's perfect where you can just go through day in and day out working your job uh, maybe you have kids, you know, you go home and all this stuff. So you got to take time to yourself to, you know, relax your mind, relax your body, and, and do things that are going to make you um, kind of just de stress, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, mental health needs to start uh, in the home where, you know, parents need to talk about it more with their kids and it needs to be talked about more in school. So uh, because a lot of these kids just go through school, it's not talked about in the home, it's not talked about at school. And then, you know, they're 20, 20 year olds or or young and teenagers, and you know, they don't know that they have mental health, they just think they're they're not normal um, because it hasn't been talked about. So that's something that that needs to be started start in the home and then at school as well.
0: Absolutely. You know, getting getting that uh getting that information out, uh, starting at a very young age, uh, definitely helps because then you're able to mold Kind of a, a different perspective into these, you know, younger generations of what exactly it means to have, you know, mental health uh, struggles, whether that's anxiety, depression, uh, you know, OCD, or, or you know, whatever it may be. There's so many. There's so many things out there that I think even even us as adults, you know, we probably don't know much about. And just having that information uh, available or, or taught to us at a younger age, I think, would help. You know, in the grand scheme of things, but. Uh, Julius, any thoughts on this, on this topic?
3: I mean, I agree with a lot of the things you guys said. I mean, on, a, on, a, on various levels, I believe we are in the age of anxiety, in the age of mental health, period, in terms of our ancestors of the human population have been affected by the things that a lot of us have been growing through ever since the dawn of time. It's just that science has progressed to such a point that can actually tell us when something is wrong <clears throat> and is much more aware. It's in music, it's in movies, it's all social media. Everybody talks about it. It's much more of an awareness of it. So this is something we're going to have to come to grips with as a people, as a country, as humanity, is that uh, mental health is, is probably, in my opinion, the biggest struggle of life on earth. In, in my opinion, it really is. And, and it doesn't matter like you said it doesn't matter how much money you have whether you're an athlete who you are it affects all of us in different ways at one point another time may not affect you now but it it may uh sooner or later um if but you know only thing that I could say is really reach out to people because loneliness is the biggest killer about as i as I, as I've said many times on this show before the lack of social connection and a lack of um, help and support literally kills people by the hundreds every day across the world. And if you can, if you don't have any friends, don't be scared to reach out to somebody professional because um, there's always help out there. And it's it's funny because social anxiety is like the number one, um, the number one anxiety disorder diagnosed you know, that people are afraid of other people, you know, and, and, and that, that takes out a lot of us. So we just need to fight that and we need to come together, uh, unity. It's, it's a, it's a very intricate subject, but we've talked about it many times. And my message is just don't be afraid to reach out for help. Um, don't be afraid. Don't feel embarrassed. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. This is normal. We're in the age of anxiety. We're in the age of mental illness. Don't be afraid to reach out
0: i think that's always the uh that's that's probably the big message that uh, universally right is is what i would hope <laughs> at least now in in 2021 right is 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 shared and and put out there you know don't don't be afraid to ask for help whenever you whenever you feel like you need it um unfortunately for me you know just speaking on on personal experience it took me it took me 26 years <laughs> to go in and, and find professional help. I uh, didn't start seeking help until literally this year. Like that's, you know, that's when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and do this, give it a try and see what happens. And it's, it's helping, you know, it honestly really is. So yeah, you know, it, there, there is no judgment in, in realizing that you need to get help. You know, when,
3: when you, Think that you need it, um, and, and
0: anyone who yeah, well, go one, on,
3: go on. You, you mentioned like um, you just reached out for help. Uh, you know, you're 26 now, and yeah. you've been dealing with it for a long time. The is is really is it's proven that your mid to late twenties twenties is when the human brain fully matures. So life kind of hits you like a train. You kind of mm-hmm. come into this full realization of yourself. And it's interesting you say that you're also a Bears fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's like that's like beyond the train. That's like getting hit. It's like getting hit by like a, a massive jet. Oh, Going at the speed of light. When you're, you're 26 and you're like, I'm a Bears fan. Depression, <laughs> and you know, it fits together like a puzzle. But I just want to throw that in. Science. <laughs>
0: You know, it's it's funny because normally I'm the one who starts the trash talking. You now this time you're the one who, who came in hot with that shot. Uh, dang. Okay. Well, hey, if hey, that's if, that, if that's what we're gonna play the game. I remember today, last I, all show, for
3: it. I remember last week's show. It was like Unforgiven. You and Wyatt. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, how long has it been since y'all even won the North? I mean, hey, I mean, listen, I didn't say
3: Lions fans are unaffected by this. All right, <laughs> our mental oh, no, health is no. a whole other level. You know, a football depression is a whole nother level in Detroit. I'm just talking about Chicago. is horrible as well. So live with it, Juan.
0: Well, yeah. you know, at least you' at least we have hope in Chicago. I mean, you guys don't have anything to live for. I don't think.
3: I hope you're not talking about Justin Fields, man. I really not. I really hope you're not. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll get to Justin Fields in the second half here, but before we before we get into that, uh, I wanna I, I wanna I, I want the audience to know Jacob about you a little bit more. Uh, so obviously, I know you do plenty. You do lots of work you know, covering the Chicago bears and, 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 you know, I, some writing that you do, you do draft you know, draft analysis as well. Um, obviously I see your, you know, I see the content you put out, your tweets, all of your, uh, your breakdowns. You actually just had a tweet about 28 minutes ago about willie lot Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're, we're always following you, dude. We're always seeing what you're putting out there again. Uh, Bears writer, you know, for the Windy City Gridiron and for the uh, the draft wire, but I, I, I want to know, you know, kind of how how did this how did this passion of, 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 of covering the Bears, uh, you know, how did you get into this? Like, what what kind of drew you into, uh, you know, covering the Chicago Bears and, and what you do now and uh, how you've been able to grow your platform? I mean, it's 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 impressive. I mean, you do awesome work. Uh, And, you know, and I I know Julius, you're probably sitting there like, you know, that's just him being biased. He's a Chicago Bears fan. But no, you do, (laughs) you do, you do, you do great work. And, you know, I really appreciate it. And I just, I want to know kind of how it all started. I mean, what, what kind of led you into this?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I appreciate the kind words, Juan. I appreciate that. That's, you know, kind of you for sure. Uh, And so I started out writing in like 2016, I want to say it was like, i I had Twitter for a couple of years. At that point, I just tweet random stuff out. But I decided, like, I always liked writing to an extent. Like, if it was like an essay in school or whatever, like, I'd enjoy that more than most per- most people would. Uh, I'd like I'd subscribe to like those like Sports Illustrated Kids magazines growing up. I'd watch, I'd read a lot of those, and I'd get like uh, I'd like try and do my own sometimes, where I'd you know type it out in like a Word document or whatever. So. <laughs>
0: I felt that, by the way, the 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 youth, the youth like uh, I think they had like Scholastic Sports. Yeah, uh, they had sport like the Youth Sports Illustrated. I would always try to get my hands on those, but it was hard because we grew. I grew up in a very small town, and we didn't really have you know bookstores or uh, newspaper stands or whatever to get my hands on those. But yeah. every time I see them around, I'd always grab one and be like, "All right, I'm going to hold on to this." But anyway, keep going, keep going.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I uh like growing up my family was you know pretty strong on like education growing up for me so I you know like read a lot I you know write stuff and you know that kind of helped me you know generate like an interest in that and I was always I was a sports fan growing back to like when I was like 6 or 7 years old so that you know those two have always been interests of mine but they you know not a ton of like in between I guess you could say uh, and then I just decided to start my own blog, just, you know, write about it. It didn't really matter if anyone was reading it just to, you know, practice and have something fun to do like after school or whatever. If I got my homework done, I just mess around and do that. And eventually I started, you know, pushing it and grow, you know, marketing it and growing an audience. And then I got reached out to other, uh, to by another website, which eventually brought me on and. Uh, it used to be called cover 32. They closed it down uh, a couple of years ago, but I, I started out there and eventually I worked there for a little bit and I want to say it was 2017. Now I applied to write for windy city Gridiron iron because I've, you know, I'd been at that the site for, you know, a little bit and I thought it was time to try and, you know, shoot high, I guess you could say. And I, you know, read Windy City Gridiron a lot. That was, it was, you know, one of my favorite as a fan, as purely, you know, a fan and a reader at the time, uh, you know, like probably my favorite uh, Bears website to read. So I applied for that. And honestly, I- I'm kind of surprised that my boss, Lester Wilfong, took a shot at me at the time because I was, you know, like this uh, scrawny little high school kid with very little experience or whatever. Uh, and then. But thankfully, he brought me on. And since then, I've just been trying to, you know, get better at what I do and just uh, try and find new ways to improve content wise. Because I'm going to be honest, I can look back at my first couple Windy City Gridiron articles. The comments weren't all that nice. Uh, I remember I wrote one uh, because there's some like Bleach Report article. I remember it to this day. There's a Bleach Report article that said that – jeff fisher could be a candidate for head coach of the bears and i decided to do like a little write-up of it and you know me at the time i just said oh i know who jeff fisher is uh so maybe i I guess like i didn't really you know look too much into it and i got clowned on in those comments so that was that was a little bit humbling for sure so i you know from that point on just looking for ways to educate myself reading other writers you know taking notes from seeing what other people do to grow their platform and just trying to find ways to expand like social media wise. Like I, uh, I tweet a decent amount. Some of it is like actual analysis. Some of it's just more like jokes and stuff like that. And you know, kind of lighthearted stuff that isn't supposed to be meant as like, you know, digging deep into a certain topic. So I feel like just working hard, but not taking myself too seriously. And I feel like I've still got a long way to go, uh, especially from like a football knowledge standpoint. There's a lot of the game that I still want to learn about, uh, especially like from a scheme perspective uh, and how that all works from a coach's point of view. I want to, you know, get better at that, but yeah, I mean, that's just how it's gone along. Just trying to, you know, continually work at it. And then, you know, we'll see what the future holds. Like ultimately I'm open to anything, but I'm all I can say right now is I'm happy with, where I'm at right now. And I'm grateful for the experiences I've had for sure. You took your shot and
0: you made yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's really, that's awesome. And, you know, one of the things of course that comes with doing this kind of work, right. Whether it's podcasting, whether it's writing, whether it's, you know, even like scouting and, and, and all that, obviously that's you know further down the road, but you're, you're always going to get criticism. Right. Yeah. And that that is I mean that's inevitable. that's gonna come with any of these of, of these things that we do uh, you know kind of in this in this business per se. Um, it's just a matter of how uh, how you take that criticism that comes you know that comes at you right so it, you could either let it completely tear you down and make you want to quit or you can take it yeah, if it's you know obviously if it's nasty criticism right you know take it with a grain of salt. Push it off to the side. And you, you keep going, right? Constructive criticism, of course, so is always the the criticism that's that that is that is warranted that you want, because then at the end of the day, it's like, all right, maybe you know, maybe I could have done this differently. Maybe I could have done that differently. You take it, you learn from it, you make your product better, right? So, yeah. uh, I think you know, at least again, got you know my <laughs> my Chicago Homer perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think you've. You've you've learned from that, and you you know you have made your content better. Uh, Julius, on the other hand, probably thinks that you suck, and that's fine. <laughs> but just remember, who really sucks here is Detroit and their all their sports teams. Hey, or
3: or I give that a C-1, C minus one. C minus. C minus on the input. I don't think Jacob sucks at all. It has nothing to do with the Lions. C minus one. <laughs> I, I'm
0: I'm still so if, for those who don't know I'm I'm very salty because the White Sox took like two L's this whole weekend out in Detroit back and I was back, out there back to back yes and I'm just I'm still salty about it I'm I'm fuming I was punching air the whole way back from Detroit
3: go Tigers no the Tigers
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> are you a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan Jacob I'm curious to know now
1: uh I I'm a Sox fan yeah I'm. I'm not admittedly like as much of a diehard <laughs> baseball fan as I am with uh football. Right. And I don't I don't hate the Cubs. Like they're not, you know, I, I don't know if they're my second favorite team or not, but I don't dislike them. It's just if I had to choose between the two it'd be the Sox. I'm definitely been a big Sox fan for, you know, quite some time.
0: If you don't mind me asking, do have you I mean, did you grow up in Chicago, uh in the Windy City or
1: Yeah, so I uh <clears throat> I've, you know, lived basically my whole life, like in the Chicago area, mm-hmm. like I'm uh, in the, like I'm Southwest of Chicago. So I'm like there in the that's suburbs right. uh, and that's where I've been, you know, most of my life. But my dad uh, does, my dad lives in Chicago. So he, I, you know, get to go down to the city a decent amount and, mm-hmm. you know, visit him every once in a while and growing up, you know, we spend once in a while there. So
0: best city in the country. I don't care what anyone says, I live in Milwaukee, I love it here, I will admit, yes, it's a great city, great small little city in in the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan, of course, here in Wisconsin, but Chicago will always be the superior city, I don't care, again, what anyone says, that's just the fact, and that is my take for the night, (laughs) Chicago's the best city, Oh god, Julius is going to say something. Go ahead, Julius. I'm I'm waiting. No, no say
3: nothing. Hey, they call Chicago <laughs> the city of big shoulders for a reason, all right? Y'all y'all just y- y'all think y'all the best. I don't know. But it's okay. Y'all have a lot Chicago, I respect Chicago as a city, I do. It's um I respect Chicago. That's all I'm gonna say. But I'm a Detroiter through and through. So Yeah. <laughs> We're not Chicago.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we're, we're about halfway through the show 30 minutes in uh remember that on point discussion is of course powered by our friends over at one Call tech and we are also sponsored by fanatics remember to visit uh, fanatics.com and, and check out the check out the sports gear that they got right now they're running deals on uh nba finals merch for both the bucks and the uh, phoenix suns which will both inevitably be uh in the nba finals here in the coming days uh Huge shout-out here to Milwaukee for making it. Uh, the city right now is uh, it's electric. It's a great vibe right now here in Milwaukee. A lot of people are very happy. Uh, first time since, like, 1971, I believe it is, uh, that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to the NBA Finals, and I, along with all of my fellow Milwaukee uh, residents here, are very happy. So I'm still a Bulls fan. I'm still a Bulls fan, through you know, in and out, but... I, I got to root for my city in this one because this is, you know, this is fun. It's going to be fun, and I hope they can bring it home because I just want that. Uh, you know, besides wanting the extra day off work to go to the <laughs> parade, <laughs> I want to go out there and watch all of the uh, watch all the people here in the city be, be of course, be happy. But let's go ahead and dive. Let's uh, let's dive into some football talk here because that's uh, obviously that's our that's our specialty, of course, here. But <sighs> So of course, right? Three out of the four of us are Bears fans. Uh, we all know this, but I wanna I wanna ask you, Jacob, right? So we've got we've got our guy. We've got Justin Fields. Field season. He's here, yes, sir. How ecstatic were you on draft night when the Bears <laughs> moved up <laughs> and got Justin Fields in April? I, I just I just need to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was watching the draft with. A couple of my friends from college and we were just like chilling at someone's apartment and i noticed justin fields falling down the board i'm like okay i don't think they're gonna do it but is there a possibility they'd move up and then i saw the tweet notification first and foremost i think it was adam schefter i saw that i was going insane but i was i was also kind of tempered because i'm like okay i i think this is for justin fields what if it's for mac jones because I'll I'll be honest. Like I never hated Mac Jones, but I just didn't see him as a franchise caliber guy. Whereas with Justin Fields, I saw him as one of the franchise caliber guys in this class. So the second that I heard that uh, announcement on the TV, I was it was insane. <laughs> I was I, I very rarely like fanboy out. I guess you could say or like truly. Lose that, you know, objectivity that you're supposed to have, or whatever they say. But I was going insane. I was screaming. I was running around. Uh, and then I yeah. hopped on, I hopped on a uh, a podcast with, you know, some guys from Windy City Gridiron, like a live, you know, right after recap. It was like five ten minutes after that pick was made. My v- my voice was already shot. I was. <laughs> I was gasping for air at every possible (laughs) second. I sounded like I was dying that entire time, Uh, but I, I wouldn't take any of it back. It was, I don't think I've ever been that excited about anything football related in my life. And, you know, I've been a football fan, a bears fan, especially for, you know, quite some time. And, you know, whatever happens, I'll always be a fan first and foremost above, you know, whatever, you know, writing or whatnot Mm -hmm. or uh, any other form of media that I'll, you know, pursue or whatnot. But that was a lot of fun. I love Justin Fields watching him on tape and I honestly didn't expect him to fall into that range of the bears could consider him. So I was just over the moon, man. I can't, I can't, I could can go on <laughs> days about how excited I am for that. Have you, have you bought his Jersey yet? That's the big question. Not yet. I haven't yet. And I'm <laughs> planning on doing it sometime this summer. Cause I, I did buy a Trubisky Jersey like pretty quickly. I did too. And, I did too. <laughs> yeah. And in like, in retrospect, I, uh, I didn't wear it a lot because I mean, and it's not not because of anything like on the field because I I only had a Trubisky and Mac jersey. Those are the only two Bears mm-hmm. ones I have right now, so I'm looking to get another one. Uh, but my Trubisky jersey, uh, like the numbers, a couple of years ago got like torn up in the dryer. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess if that's a, a, a metaphor for something, take that for whatever you will. But yeah, uh, fortunately,
0: so, uh, unfortunately, not the only thing I got tore up.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> related to
0: Trubisky and uh, his his yeah. career. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I
1: mean, but he's uh, <laughs> he's married now. He's married now. Yeah. He's, I'm. I'm very happy for him. He, you mm-hmm. know, he seems very happy, and I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with the Bills because I think that's going to be a good opportunity for him. A lot of people think that I hate Mitch Trubisky just because, like I you know like i i don't think he's a very good quarterback but that's nothing like against him at all like as a person i love the guy and i think that he's he can stick around the league for quite some time but you know it's just it didn't work out and it is what it is at that point i'm looking forward to the future and justin fields hopefully fingers crossed is going to be that franchise quarterback for the chicago bears
0: yes off off the field mitch is i feel like he's just such a genuinely nice person uh, yeah but it's like the second he steps on the field i'm like uh got to yeah. got to take a step back and and you know realize <laughs> remember what exactly it is he's doing out there and that's you know he's about to go play a a four quarter football game and it, it might not be the prettiest uh but you know why go ahead <laughs>
2: jacob um I got to tell you, like with everything, I enjoy your content and I I, I understand, you know, like your honesty with your tweets about Mitch and and people hating on you. He's generally a good guy and, you know, I wish him the best, but um, he obviously wasn't the franchise quarterback we were hoping for or Ryan Pace was hoping for. I got to tell you, I was was kind of worn out with all the quarterbacks that were tied to the Bears this offseason. I got my hope. I tried not to get my hopes up with like the Russell Wilson trade thing. I thought that was going to happen, but then when it fell through, I'm like, "Okay, now everyone's saying Justin Field. Like everybody on Twitter's like, the Bears are going to get Justin Field. I'm like, there's no way in hell we're getting Justin Field at twenty or even being able to trade up. There's so many, there's so many in the top ten uh, teams that needed a quarterback. I'm like, there's no way Justin Field's blasts, um, You know, outside the top ten. And so every time I'd see it on my Twitter feed, I'd just scroll past. I'm like, there's no way. I'm not going to get my hopes up for Justin Fields. And, you know, I, when the Panthers passed on him and then you had – not the Panthers, the Falcons first because I thought the Falcons. Then you had the Panthers and then the Broncos. I was like, okay. You know, I was I was expecting we're rolling out with Andy Dalton this year. It's going to suck. And we'll maybe get Kellen Mond in the, in the second round. I don't know. I'm like this – there was no hope for us. And then when we got Justin Fields – you know, I was, I was, it was shocked. Like how could he fall uh, past the top 10? So my question is as a Bears fan, do you think, cause you watch a lot of tape on Justin Fields. Do you think this is the guy, this is our franchise quarterback. This is somebody that's going to hopefully get us to a Super Bowl, or hopefully just consistent winning. Um, cause we haven't really, had a franchise quarterback do you believe wholeheartedly this is the guy by what the tape you've seen I know he hasn't started a game yet from the NFL what do you think
1: yeah I definitely think he can be I think that there are a lot of tools in place there for him to succeed in the NFL and I'm honestly flabbergasted he fell out of the top 10 to this day Uh, whether it's some sort of you know weird narrative that was being thrown out there or you know, just other teams liking other quarterbacks more, which, you know, to each their own. But I, I feel like Justin Fields was closer to quarterback one than he was quarterback five. And I know a lot of people, you know, some people were saying, Oh, maybe he's going to fall all the way to being the fifth quarterback taken behind uh, both Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Uh, But I, I think that there's definitely a lot to like with Justin Fields and, Uh, from an arm talent perspective, from his accuracy to, you know, he's got good arm strength. I think that he's, you know, an intelligent player and contrary to popular belief, Ohio state's offense is intricate and it forces him to make, you know, tough reads. It's just in a different way from, you know, your traditional NFL style offense, but mentally uh, making good decisions on the field and also having that clutch gene, so to speak, like being able to step up uh, in those tough situations and play. I think he definitely has that. And he's a really good athlete too. Like mm-hmm. from a pure speed perspective, there are going to be very few quarterbacks who offer that uh, rushing dynamic that Justin Fields brings to the table. So, I mean, time will tell. We will see what happens in you know 2021 and beyond. But I think that there's really a lot to like with Justin Fields and – Personally, I'm I'm very hopeful. I'm trying my best not to get too hyped up because I've been hurt by that kind of stuff in the past. But I'm I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic that he can finally be that guy for the Bears. He,
0: I've I've seen the uh, I've seen some of the tape that you know hasn't put out, or just even some of the pictures that have been put out uh, by you know the the people who he's training with and. You know, you look at Justin Fields and you're like, this guy is, I mean, he's built. I mean, he's athletic. Uh, so definitely his, you know, he, he has to use his legs to his advantage, uh, you know, during the season right now. The, the next question, right, of course, is, well, when <laughs> when do you foresee Justin Fields being the starting guy behind center? When do you think Matt Nagy's going to make that decision? Uh, if he does, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe Andy Dalton... Will have a breakout, you know, a breakout season or not a breakout season, but he'll have a really good season. And maybe Justin Fields won't even see the field this year. I mean, who, who knows? But if it were to happen, <laughs> how far, how far into the season? How, how far do you think Matt Nagy would be like? All right, all right, it's time to, it's time to switch our guy here. We gotta, we gotta get Justin Fields out there.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, man, that's tough. I, I want to say. Uh, go full circle and check after uh, week four, like they did mm-hmm. with Mike and Mitch Trubisky back in twenty seventeen. I think they'll wait a little bit longer. Honestly, I think that Andy Dalton is, you know, as much crap as people give him, he's definitely better than Mike Glennon. Uh, oh, absolutely. As, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's <laughs> much, of a, <laughs> much of a hot take there. But yeah, I think that we're looking at, oh, man. I, I I got the schedule pulled up because I want to see if there are any specific games. Uh, let's say week six, week six after Green Bay at home. Oh, week six after Green Bay. At home. <laughs> That's what I think. I think they got the Rams, you know, going up to start off the season, and they got Cincinnati and Cleveland, Detroit, Las Vegas, and Green Bay, and if they. 'Cause those are some pretty tough teams, you know. I think that I think Cincinnati and Detroit, you know, they'll be able to and you know, I, I feel like they can win those games, maybe beat Vegas as well. Uh Rams and uh the Browns and the Packers I'm a little less confident in. So I feel like depending on the record after that stretch of those games, uh that's when I could see the Bears making a decision on you know, pulling the trigger on Justin Fields because at that point on, you still have plenty of time left in the year for Fields to get reps. Uh, if he's if he plays really well, then you still have plenty of time to get into that playoff race. Uh, if he struggles a little bit, then you know, just be patient with him uh, and give him that opportunity to continue to get NFL reps because we've seen he has he's a quick learner, and a lot of the reports show that uh, with how Matt Nagy has like talked about Justin Fields uh, taking to the offense and learning plays and schemes and certain route concepts his receivers are supposed to be running and the different reads he's supposed to be making. Like I think that indicates just how you know high Justin Fields' football IQ is. So combining that with his physical talent, I do feel confident that he'll be an upgrade at quarterback whenever they go to him. I'm going to go with that Green Bay matchup at home, though, for when they pull the trigger on him.
0: Julius, were you gonna make a comment? I saw you were uh you were getting ready to say something there.
3: <laughs> this is all great. Um, man, oh, gonna... yeah. um <laughs> first of all, Jacob, what Jacob, I'm the only non-Bears fans here. I'm not I respect you. I gave you a solid follow on Twitter for the simple reason alone that your avatar does not consist of Justin Fields' face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Say> not, <Jacob. laughs>
3: Thank you. I appreciate you. No. Jacob Jacob yeah. Jacob's
0: got to. you got to follow the man back. I mean, he, it's, it's I it's did. A, I, I okay. followed. All, right,
3: all, right, all right. All right. all good? You all, all good? I'll, I'll send nah, myself back out. To Justin Fields. Nah. <laughs> Listen, all this Bears Justin Fields propaganda. I just want to apologize to the listeners um y'all been hearing <laughs> a lot of Kool-Aid. They call it Kool-Aid. Every fan base drinks this stuff in the summer. The summer gets hot, we get thirsty. You got to drink the Kool-Aid. It's a lot of – I don't know what your colors is, navy and orange. Whatever it is, it's flowing strong on the airwaves today. Justin Fields, I believe, just in my opinion, Justin Fields, he might end up being good. I don't know. I'm like 50-50 on it. I have a 50-50 split. You know why I got a 50-50 split and I'm not as confident as you enthusiastic Bear fans are? It's because he failed in the draft for a reason. The Bears. The, the reason, all right, this is the reason the fans, the Bears fans, in my opinion, is so hype about Justin Fields. It's because Miss Trubisky had the weight of Jupiter on his shoulders after Patrick Mahomes became one of the GOATs and Deshaun Watson became all pro. Miss Trubisky pretty much, he it was too much for him. He couldn't handle it and he broke under it. And his failure is Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's failure, and what, what's your GM name again? Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. I forget. The, I forgot his name. Right. Pace and Nagy. That's Trubisky. That's the the legacy for those guys. They getting another chance, and it kind of reminds me how the Ford family gave Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn another chance in Detroit um, last year after they were supposed to get fired um, after a hor- another horrible season, the worst defense ever. But they didn't. They got another chance. And that seemed like what Nagy and Pace are getting. I just don't trust them. As an outsider, I don't trust that Justin Fields was the, you know, like, what did you guys give up for him? Was it a lot? It wasn't that much. You only gave up like a, a future first and a third, if I'm mistaken, or something like that. It, y'all didn't give up a lot, a lot for him. He come from Ohio State. That got me already. I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. Don't talk about Joe Burrow. Don't talk about Joe Burrow because he went to LSU and developed. I have yet to see a fra- an NFL franchise capable quarterback to come out the Ohio State University in Columbus in the history of my life, ever since I've been alive 31 years. So until I see one, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to. Aspire to the Ohio State Scheme was intricate He has these extra tools Nope, nope, I gotta see it first Like I said, I'm at a 50-50 split on him Just from my outsider perspective And I just want to apologize to our listeners For all this sickening Bears propaganda Shout out to Jacob for not having a Fields Abby And keep producing great content for the Bears
1: Thank you sir And <laughs> uh, might I add uh, To that point <laughs> I feel like There are so many Justin Fields avatars out there. Like if I'm checking in like replies or, you know, likes or retweets or whatever, I see a lot of the same avatar like lined up in a row. And I'm like, wait, is this just the same guy over and over again? And then I have to double check and I'm like, okay, no, this is a different Justin Fields guy. This is another Justin Fields guy. (laughs) Like, Like, Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I get I get the excitement. Uh, but but yeah, I, I decided to go a different route with my avatar, and I, I appreciate the praise on that for sure. Listen, listen, I've had
3: I've, I sent out a hot tweet like a month ago that ever since I've been I've been those those Justin Field Abby's public enemy number one on Twitter. They, 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 they. There's some watching this show right now planning up attack tweets on me. Don't be in my mentions just because they can't show their real face and want to hide behind the um, you know. <laughs> the beautiful afro of Justin Fields.
0: How many, <laughs> how many times in the past two months have you punched air, Julius, over None these, these obvious
3: that, that listen, are fake? Listen, you know what I'm really going to punch air? If Justin Fields ascends to the heights that the Chicago Bears fandom wants him to ascend, if he becomes a beast, the best quarterback in the North, the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, I'm going to be punching air, man. I'm going to be punching air for life. <laughs> Get, for
0: the get, next get ready for get ready for Justin Fields to march into Detroit with the Spares team. On Thanksgiving, Spares Thanksgiving, often, on Thanksgiving. Christmas. Yeah, the, day, the, the 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 game the game that you and I are trying to go to, Julius, together. Watch Justin Fields march right into the Motor City, demolish. Detroit. I can't wait. I do
3: that game. I can't
0: the Detroit Lions. I really
3: hope. I hope so. I hope like, Justin Fields like, is the starting quarterback for that game. I really 40,
0: do. like 45 to 3.
3: Just, I call it right happen. now on this it's show, right now. I will judge Justin Fields' career based solely off that game. If he starts that ah. game on Thanksgiving Detroit and obliterates the Lions on national television, like so many before him, I will anoint him future king of the North. But if the Lions shut him down and make him look like a little pump, you know, I have some other things to think about him then. <laughs> oh, he's gonna
0: jump on the post Thanksgiving show and just clown Juha uh, White and I. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, nah, man, the Lions, hey, I feel real good about the Lions against the Bears this year. That's all I'm gonna say. It's based primarily on y'all quarterback situation. That includes Justin Fields, that includes Andy Dalton. I don't care which one we're going up against. Until I see Justin Fields looking like the next Mahomes, I'm I'm gonna think of him as a rookie quarterback who's gonna struggle. So, well, Jared
0: Goff you know, is gonna be know,
3: struggling. Yeah, Jared Goff's have a hard time. So. That may be time. so, but you know, Jared Goff been to a Super Bowl, got a few division titles under yeah, him. Yeah, but
2: he doesn't have Sean. No really, McVeigh. No care to what to about
3: his his what Bear fans think about him. Okay, <laughs> you don't care about what Sean McVeigh think about him. <laughs> at best, he's our bridge quarterback. He might be our bridge quarterback at best. That's okay. We robbed L.A. of four first-round picks in the next two years. Just for Matthew Stafford, who didn't even want to play here anymore. Love you, Matt. Go ahead. If golf sucks, it's okay. We're going to draft his predecessor. I guarantee it. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about golf. Golf might mess around, though. He might mess around and win in Detroit. I'm just not going to go too far deep into that. This This is not the Honolulu Blues. All
0: right. I'm, here's Julius. I'm not thinking too much about golf. Catch him buying a Jared golf jersey in like August. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> well, listen, hey, if the Lions, if the Lions 9 and 0, if the Lions 9 and 0 for that Thanksgiving game, I have a golf jersey on at 4K right <laughs> to you <the one. laughs> want. If we're 9 and 0 in that Thanksgiving game, first person in the NFC North, I'm going to have a golf jersey on. God. I'm gonna be talking about all the great DNs and linebackers we could draft with all those picks we got for golf.
0: <laughs> Julia's gonna be pulling receipts the entire way to Detroit. Or like on the I mean on the way back Listen, to his house. <laughs>
3: I'm really worried about I'm really worried about that game, okay? I am. Because you're gonna be there and I'm gonna be there and it's not gonna be great. Somebody's when gonna we, be sad.
0: When we when we when we come back on Monday for the, the show. Uh we might have some you know some bruises and some black eyes, you know. This it's, show
3: it's, might it's, literally it's, blow up nationally just based off <laughs> us being at that game together. Literally. If we do any lives All let's
0: let's 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 not uh let's not overhype, you know, let's let's get off the Kool-Aid. <laughs> let's get off the Kool-Aid. Uh we're <laughs> 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 Any final thoughts, why before I, I just kinda shift here to start wrapping some of the show up here. No. Okay. I'm I, sorry. I, Look, like you're gonna say something. Oh, White, really? White is a
3: moderate Bears fan. Okay, he's not drinking a Kool-Aid. Oh, I am. I just don't know it. <laughs> well, I'm hyped I was,
2: about. I'm hyped about Justin Fields. This is our franchise quarterback. God, when when we brilliant. drafted him, I told my son, who's, who was five months at the time, I'm like, now you don't have to grow up as a Bears fan. He'd probably understand you don't have to grow up as a Bears fan and know our anguish is not having a franchise quarterback. He'll probably grow up watching the Bears and be like the Bears are awesome. Look at Justin Fields. He's going to know what a franchise quarterback is. He'll know he won't know the disheartening that me, Juan and Jacob have felt in our lifetime as a Bears fan. Justin Fields is going to be that guy. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid.
0: I, I really hope that's true, Wyatt, because otherwise Julie's gonna be pulling receipts like there's no tomorrow if that doesn't end up happening and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> I'm not Wyatt, ready for it. Wyatt will
3: just have as just as many receipts as you want, probably more because <laughs> Wyatt I remember Wyatt was jumping up and down like a little happy kid on Christmas when that happened.
0: I remember. <laughs> yes, on that live show. <laughs> I, I do recall. <laughs> um I just I really quickly just want I wanna start wrapping up the show here. I just want to share some thoughts on Detroit. Because, uh, as, as a lot of you know, I was out there over the weekend, first time ever in the Motor City. I got to go to Comerica Park, and I also stepped foot on uh, the property of Ford Field, touched the building. Uh, I actually lost a finger because my hand started on fire when I touched the uh, the football, you know, the, the brick wall. So I have nine fingers now in my hands. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to say this about Detroit. Number one, the. The uh, the people in, in Detroit are very nice. Uh, obviously, I was wearing my socks gear all day because, uh, again, they were out there and they lost. Yes, they did lose very badly. Did I punch air walking out of the stadium? You bet I did. I was very upset. But it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. Um, The people of Detroit are absolutely, again, the ni- some of the nicest people I've ever met. The hospitality, the warm welcome—you uh, know, the the just the environment. It was just, it was very laid back, very fun, very fun city. At least in the parts where we were in, uh, walked over to the you know to Ford Field, uh, got to see the uh, Detroit Kitty Cat Stadium uh, at least just from the outside, and it's 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 decent. You know, it's no, it's no Soldier Field, but it's
3: decent. <laughs> Listen, Four Field, Four Field is one of the most underrated stadiums as far as noise, as far as the fans indoors, because we're we're cold city too. But we don't, we're not outside like y'all freezing by Lake M- Oh, The lake affects snow. Her, no, we don't do that. We bring it and we bring it warmly. And loudly in Ford Field, we just don't win. That's why nobody <laughs> thinks that Ford Field is a hard place to play at at full capacity, but it is. I mean, well,
0: don't y'all? I mean, you guys always choke in Ford Field, though. I mean, I don't understand why you know you're all like hyped. I mean,
3: listen, Juan, I'm glad you visited City for the first time. Um, <laughs> yes, Detroit is a great place. I'm sorry we had to. Hand y'all two L's on a platter like that. I mean, y'all supposed to be the bigger city, you know, city of big shoulders. Y'all just catching L's from Little Detroit next door, you know, six hours away. It's okay. The Tigers are a proved team this year. I just want to throw I just want to shout out the Tigers. They have a rebuild, they've been rebuilding for a while, but it's coming, it's coming to fix. It's coming to fix. The White Sox. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if y'all might even make the playoffs. Um, y'all the weaknesses in y'all lineup. I, I don't know y'all dealing with injuries.
0: You don't know if we're gonna make the playoffs. We're um, we are know, in first. Pla- we up. are in first place in the AL Central. I
3: know, you're man. You're talking. I mean, you're you're trash
0: talking. You're, you're trash talking, and I can't hear you because you're so far
3: down on the chain. I actually I mean, <laughs> I actually somewhat admired the White Sox one because unlike the Cubs, I just feel like a sense of Pride with the, with the White Sox, you know that. Just like it's like y'all got a little club, you know. It's like a little fraternity. It's not like the Cubs, you know. You know, I go, I go. down I'm, I live in Texas. I find Cubs fans down here all the time, everywhere. I don't find one White Sox fan. You know, that's how tight knit that the White Sox is, and I like those type of franchises. So I, yeah, I, I, I I
0: will I, admit, I did see a few Cubs fans in Detroit, and I was I was quite upset. I'm like, you're really everywhere. I'm like you. Really, you really can't get rid of these people. Like, <laughs> regardless of where you go, it's like you always run into like a random Cubs fan. And I'm like, oh my god! Just I I I leave Chicago. I'm like six hours away from where I'm from. I don't want to see a Cubs fan out here. I just want to see. Oh, I, I I can tolerate Tigers fans, but why in the hell am I seeing Cubs fans in the middle of like in the middle of downtown Detroit? Come on. <laughs> um, but no, it was it was a fun it was a fun time it was a fun trip, and I hopefully look forward to getting out there uh, for for the Bears game. You know, on hey, Thanksgiving.
3: One, I appreciate you not going to Eight Mile and battle rapping like Eminem <laughs> because those were the words that you told me that you said you were going to do on Saturday night when you called me very inebriated in downtown Detroit and you're thinking about catching a, a trip a Uber a Uber I believe up to eight mile because you wanted to <laughs> battle rap like Eminem. You were dead serious and I'm glad you didn't partake on that a select trip, Mom. I just want to I I I I,
0: <laughs> I I just want to point something out for Late those night who, are, for calls those on who are listening. Number first off <laughs> I do not remember any of that conversation. <laughs> Secondly, why on God's earth I said I was gonna go rap <laughs> anything to begin with. Did you
3: watch the move that movie recently or something? Because you were pretty, you know, I, I felt like this is something you had in your heart that you wanted yes. to do.
0: <laughs> yes, I was gonna I was gonna Uber all the way out to eight miles, get dropped off, look for that. Shack or whatever it was, or like you know, underground venue or whatever, and standing there by myself and just start rapping.
3: St. Andrews—that's the name of that underground venue. Okay. And actually, that venue was a few blocks from where your hotel was. It was not up by Eight Mile. Eight Mile just happened to be the throughfare that the neighborhood where Eminem was from. Mm. The trailer park, uh, the trailer park shots, and all of that—that's where he lived. But he would actually travel downtown to St. Andrews to actually battle rap. Not too far from where you were. So you could have maybe even partook in it if you knew that. Gladly, luckily, you did not.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Rapping is the very last thing I'm going to do for anyone, uh, especially for if it's caught on camera. I sang mariachi. That's one thing. Rapping, however, I got to catch you doing that too. Mari- mariachi, I'm going to catch you.
2: You're going to rap when. Bears beat the lions on Thanksgiving Day. I'm gonna, gonna
0: make guys. a, I'm gonna, go gonna make a whole, I'm gonna make a whole rap. I'm gonna make a whole rap. I'm gonna make a whole rap song just for Julius. For that fat L that the lions walking are out play. of four
3: field, you're gonna you're gonna throw it on live, you're gonna yep. introduce the world to that song. Yep, you're it'll be my can I important. ask Jacob
2: one more question before yes. we end?
3: Yes, absolutely Jacob.
2: I I forgot this question, but I wanted to ask get your thoughts. We have ten days until the um franchise tag and we we can't dig we the franchise uh window closes do you think the bears can will extend out alan robinson for the season uh or that's, for the-
1: that's coming up and i i will say first and foremost that one if you need any help writing uh lyrics for your rap <laughs> i did get into a rap battle in seventh grade i lost but I was in one. So I have technically ha- have that on my resume. So if you, if you need any help, I got you, man. So-
3: I'll, I'll, I'll
0: be, I'll be sliding. I'll be sliding into your DMS after this, uh, after the show. <laughs> oh, <all right.
1: laughs> be a way to answer your question. Right. I, I honestly don't think that an extension will come before that deadline. Uh, that, that's just my opinion on it. I, I think that eventually the Bears will re-sign him to a contract extension, but I think it'll be after the season. I think that they seem to be you know, far apart enough on uh, the monetary value of that deal, and I think that Allen Robinson's also kind of uh, you know, a little bit hesitant just because he doesn't know exactly what the quarterback play is going to be going forward. So, I think we're gonna have to see what Justin Fields and Alan Robinson can put together this year because if they give fields a shot and he and Robinson really hit it off on the field, uh, then I think that there's no reason that they wouldn't be able to work a deal with him because they have you know plenty of cap space to be able to afford him as well as a couple other key free agents who are hitting you know the open market next year so. That's just my gut feeling. I don't think it, an extension will be done before that deadline, but I do ultimately think he'll stay in Chicago. I just think we're going to have to wait a few more months before we get that all sorted out.
0: That's oh, sad news, but hopefully, I,
2: we, I know. I we, just got. I just out.
1: got
0: really sad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> trust me. If it were up to me, I'd be moving heaven and earth to lock him up full. T- you know, for you know, however many years, but it, that's just my gut feeling right now. Uh, but we'll see though. Maybe the bears will surprise me and, you know, we'll be able to get a Rob locked in long term.
0: Let's we'll, we'll continue to be, uh, we'll continue to be cautiously optimistic. How about that?
3: Hey, hey, Andy Dalton took the Bengals to the playoffs as a rookie. Maybe Justin Fields can do the same for you guys. Maybe Andy Dalton could do it for you guys. Maybe you guys win three games. <laughs> let's i
0: hope the former comes true and the latter is just another one of your uh, rent-free fantasies julius <laughs> how about that
3: listen i was <laughs> giving you a phil- phil- philosophical truth here, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen jacob infante for us here tonight on on point discussion at jacob infante 24 sir it's been a pleasure thank you so much for joining us here on the show and, of course, I uh, we all look forward to seeing your work. Julius, probably not so much, but at least Wyatt and I, we look forward to seeing your uh, That's your. That's not
3: true. Listen, I read, <laughs> I read the sports media from the other NFC North teams, only the other NFC North teams. Jacob, I'm going to check out your stuff, bro.
1: Really appreciate you coming on the show, though. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. I had a lot of fun. Is that? In-
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Julius
3: uh, is actually oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jacob.
1: No, no, I was just gonna say, uh, I'm looking forward to that rap coming out once the bears try to- <laughs>
3: Hey Jacob, I want you to come back on sometime in during the season and see how the mood is. I wanna hear I wanna hear your thoughts on how the oh, mood is.
1: On. Yeah. yeah. This is Kool Aid season, baby. This is Kool-Aid season. Yeah. <laughs> it is part of this my annual okay maybe the bears can do something here you know i'm really high on this team and what they've done and then i fall back to earth you know in a couple months maybe but for now i'm just gonna enjoy this i'm gonna enjoy the feeling of having some optimism going forward uh and you know fingers crossed hope to god that justin fields is gonna be the guy finally
0: i i really hope so because you guys i mean it, it, it's been brutal, you know. As a Bears fan, we've had a we've had to live with, God, Mike Lennon.
1: Uh, uh. We thought Matt Barkley could have been the guy. A lot of people, yeah. Matt a lot Barkley, of fans were push Jay Cutler Robert. years.
0: Yeah, the, the Cut yeah. years. I think Cutler could have had a chance, but I I think that what happened with him, I. Oh, that, I mean, that, that's a whole other conversation. Oh. I think part of it was obviously his own, you know, just like his own self-esteem, you know, and his morale and and whatnot. But uh, yes, it's we've we've had it rough. We've had it very rough, and then obviously with the coaching that we've had, also uh, you know John Fox, the whole John Fox situation era in Chicago, and then um, we it's got. It's okay. Man,
3: the Lions had a generational quarterback, and we still lost.
0: Okay, but you're no, – yeah. I, mean, I, I, I was going <laughs> to say, yeah, but you're also the Lions. So, we really – I mean, we don't. We just – Listen, I'm not
3: going to take away Stafford's three playoff appearances, but I do feel for the Bears. Y'all haven't had a, a, a le- legit franchise quarterback since ever. So, hey, it's rough. It's rough out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah,
0: it's it, – well, as long as we get better than the Packers, that's all I care about. You know, we just well, – Lucky whatever happens up in Green Bay. Yeah, we, we don't – Three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And <laughs> nothing to show for it, just one.
3: <laughs> just one.
0: <laughs> Two.
3: They got one with Favre and one with A Rod. Uh,
0: well, yeah, but still, I mean, they they should have more if you if you really want to dig deep into that. But uh this has been another episode of point discussion, guys. You can follow I'm me like at this lounge.
3: Our Packers listeners are here yeah, to I don't I don't wanna
0: I don't wanna trigger people right now. Uh you can follow me at lounge room Fres one, wide at the Cornelius 7, Julius at the fifth top. Of course, follow the page at Docs on point. Give the network a follow at Laundroom Net. Remember that on point discussion is presented by One Call Technology and by our friends over at Fanatics. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great uh, rest of your week. And again, hope all of you had an awesome Fourth of July weekend. Lots of fireworks, lots of beer, lots of uh, lots of awesome food on the grill. Um. We'll see you all next week Monday because I think we've got another guest on next week Monday as well from a completely opposing side of the uh, NFC North. Division. I'm
3: bringing a friend on. I'm bringing a friend on. We'll <laughs> let you guys know who it is. On
0: yes. Yeah. So we're going to have some, well, why didn't I going to have some competition this time around uh, on the next week's show? So we'll see you all next week Monday. Have a great rest of your work week. Stay safe. And of course, as is tradition as how we always on the show here on on point
3: discussion. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Lions. Go Tigers. Go (laughs) Sorry White Sox.